Team Trigger got their gonzo start with Kill, Law, Kill. This is Scott's F Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about Kill La Kill, which is the first uh, big collaboration from Teen Trigger back in the day, uh, one of their limited series, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I wanted to explain why. So without further ado, let's get started. When asked why his Spanish-language movies felt more personal than his English-language ones, director Guillermo del Toro offered a funny and often insightful quote. And I go, fuck you, you're wrong. Hellboy is as personal to me as Pan's Labyrinth. They're totally different, and yes, of course you can like one more than the other. The other one may seem banal, or whatever it is you don't like. But it really is part of the same movie. You make one movie. Hitchcock did one movie. All his life. And I think the same thing can be said for a lot of directors, like Quentin Tarantino trying to get his nerdy video essays out via movie, or Michael Bay's burning desire for destruction. But how about an anime studio? Do you constantly make the same thing? If you're Team Trigger, absolutely. The series takes place in Tokyo Bay, Japan, where a young woman named Matoi is trying to track down and punish her father's killer, with half of a scissor blade and a school uniform imbued with incredible strength. But to do that, she'll have to face off against the leader of Tokyo Base High School and her army of powerful warriors. The best way to think about Team Trigger projects is to think of them as ridiculous, huge-as-the-earth send-ups of familiar genres. For Gurren Lagann, it's the mecha genre. For Kill La Kill, it's the magical sword-wielding hottie with a bad attitude type. That old chestnut. So if you've ever seen a Trigger project before, you know what to expect, especially from the fight scenes. Melodramatic, played to the rafters, with fights that look as big as a planet and feature so much frenetic movement it's nigh impossible to track. It's also going to be a bit horny. As a joke. We swear. So what makes this stand out compared to Lagan or Promare? The emphasis on female leads is, for one, I'm not going to pretend this is a progressive series because good lord the male gaze in this show, but I do like how the leads of this show, including our heroes and villains, are all women. They are all strong leaders in their individual movements, are treated as superiors or equals by the men around them, and typically need help from other women to succeed. And that's not usually the case, even in shows like this. The other standout is the art style. While their emphasis on detail has exploded with each new project, it's fascinating to see how gritty and unpolished a lot of this looks. Where it wants to, of course. In some of the fight scenes, everything looks gorgeously choreographed and detailed up the wazoo before you kind of turn around and see how the background was made out with a crowd that looks like it's made drawn with a bunch of circles. And as gritty and silly as it is, it helps the show's drastic shifts in tone from absurd melodrama to screwball comedy. And finally, we have the big plot turn, so spoiler ahead. Much like Gurren Lagann, had the even more over-the-top segment after beating the series' alleged big bad, Kill La Kill turns its paradigm on its head with some major reveals. Just like just when it seems like Matoy's enemy, Kiruyan, oh, sorry, is destined to aid an Earth takeover via uh, an alien force via the real big bad Raguyo, Kiruyan switches sides and reveals that her and Matoy, her and Matoy are sisters. 
Now, as well as this worked in Gurren Lagann, I'm torn for this show, because while it is a great way to say, eh, fuck it, the first third or half of the series didn't matter, it did, but still though, what follows isn't quite as intuitive or exciting. It's still a satisfying series and ending, but I could feel some episodes dragging or failing to put any big ideas together. Still, if you want to see Team Trigger's absurd take on another genre, this is an easy recommendation. 7 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, with the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.